Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Bianca Mitchell. And I'm Edgar Cruz. Tonight, Christopher Baca and Xavier Barraza from Together for Brothers and Michelle Martinez from Tewa Women United and State Representative Liz Thompson join us for a roundtable discussion. We talk about consent and how New Mexico could transform sexual education with House Bill 133, School Sexual Activity Consent Standards. We will update you on two more important bills for media literacy that would impact the way youth in our community connect to and consume media. Don't miss this important conversation in a few minutes. But first, some jams. Here is a song that explains consent. It is the Consent Song by Ali Tricasso. I'm here to tell you about a word. And yes, it's one that you should know. And you should learn why young. So when you're older, you're not dumb. Yes, you should know. Let's go. This is a thing called consent. And with the song, I'm here to vent that when they say We hope you've been catching us every Sunday as we bring you updates from the 2019 legislative session. Tonight, we dive deeper and discuss House Bill 133, a bill for school sexual activity consent standards. Now, my co-host Edgar Cruz speaks with Michelle Martinez from Tewa Women United, Christopher Baca, and Xavier Barraza from Together for Brothers, and sponsor of the bill, State Representative Lives Thompson, who represents District 24 in New Mexico State Legislature. This is Edgar Cruz with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Xavier Barraza and Christopher Baca from Together for Brothers, and Michelle Martinez from Tewa Women United, and we also have Representative Liz Thompson from District 24. Welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you. Awesome. Mm. Thank you. Will you please tell us more about yourselves and your organizations? So, um, yes, my name is... uh, Christopher Baca, and I'm a program coordinator with Together for Brothers. And here at Together for Brothers, we work to empower young men of color to be leaders at all levels in their community. Thank you. Yes, and I'm Xavier Barraza. I'm a co-founder and program coordinator with Together for Brothers, building the capacity of boys and men of color to be leaders at all levels of their community. Thank you for being with us. Michelle? Um, I work with Table Women United, and at Table Women United, um, we believe in strengthening uh, and our beloved families and communities to end violence against women, girls, and Mother Earth. And we would like to strengthen positive uh, forces for change in our families and communities. This is Representative Liz Thompson. Um, I'm, I serve in the New Mexico House of Representatives from District 24, which is in the Northeast Heights of Albuquerque. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Will you tell us about the bill you're working on? What do we need to know about it? Well, um, I think it's a great bill. Um, <laughs> it is HB 133, and, and the, the short title of it is um, School Sexual Activity Consent Standards. And basically what this bill does, it does a couple of things. It uh, mandates that the public education department um, come up with a, a mandate that all schools, all public schools, um, teach kids starting with their health um, unit in seventh grade about informed consent. Uh, mm. affirmative consent, I'm sorry, specifically around sexual activity, but but it can be around anything. And so what I've titled this bill is only yes means yes. So when we're mm-hmm. talking about sexual mm. activity, not saying no, 
doesn't mean yes and saying maybe doesn't mean yes and not fighting you off doesn't mean yes but mm. saying yes means yes and it's to really really make things easier for for youth in particular um, in terms of trying to figure out I mean in those social situations when you're young and you're trying to figure out you know what's okay and what's not this really sets it out so everyone knows what's okay if there's no yes, there's no act activity. And another part of it is to is to have the PED um, work with schools and then also um, universities and colleges who get any federal or state funds have to come up with a, a way for, for students to report any sexual assault, sexual harassment, and so that it, it sets out a fair way rather than, I mean, one of the stories we heard when we were talking about the bill is, a six-year-old girl um, at a school went to the principal and said, you know, uh, this substitute teacher did something to me. And the principal said immediately to her, stop lying. And it turned out mm. that the, um, the substitute teacher was the son of another teacher in the building. And so this little girl wasn't believed. So we don't want any of that stuff to be happening. We want everyone to have, to, for it to be a level playing field where if you make a, a report rather than someone saying, Oh, don't lie. There will immediately be an investigation to find out if it's true or not. And and I think most of us know, you know, the, some people are out there screaming about false reporting. False, I mean, what's much more likely is something that's true is not reported than something that's false is right. reported. Right. Thank you so much for clarifying what consent looks like. And I want to ask, what does consent mean to you? What does consent look like? Um, I'll go first. Um, I agree with what um, Senator Liz Thompson said, yes means yes. And this translates a lot to to different things, but essentially it translates to, to how healthy relationships are managed and how relationships are managed in general. Um, you, having that, that limit, that barrier, and having you know that space to be able to, to say yes or no and be respected by it. Thank you, Chris. Michelle? Uh, consent to me is when everybody involved is voluntarily um, giving their permission to be part of the sexual act and um, whether it's like verbal or nonverbal, but everybody is excited and engaged and uh, just giving permission. Yeah, and for me, uh, consent is one of the powerful pieces I think even about this bill, right, is that I was just reading an, an article earlier um, from 2018 around a lobbyist, a, a female lobbyist who had, you know, raised claims around, you know, even allegations of sexual misconduct in the legislature um, for women, you know, and, and, and what does this look like for us to have the conversation, I think, right? And that one of the powerful things about why I think, you know, Representative Thompson and others who support this bill and lift it up is that what we're saying is we're calling on New Mexicans to define what consent means in New Mexico and that we need everyone to participate because we all are responsible not only for making sure that we're looking and, and asking for consent, but that we are providing our own consent. And so for me, consent is, I echo what you, what you three said. Um, because it, it consent has a lot of different definitions, but the most po powerful piece that it needs to include is that yes is the only yes there is, and that there is there there is no in between, um, and that we need to have this conversation so that it's very clear um, that we're each prepared and ready and willing, and not only willing but really prepared and able to in all different types of situations because situations arise that um, 
can be very hard to navigate. Thank you, Xavier. And thank you all for teasing out what consent looks like for each of you and really clarifying that there is no space or room in between yes and no. So tell us more about what this bill does and what will it change? Well, it will, what it will change is, is it will just put a requirement into the health um, classes that seventh graders are already taking and that they learn that that because um, you know, and we've all heard the stories of, you know, the girl was drunk and wasn't able to respond. And so she didn't say no or, mm. you know, someone with a disability doesn't have the ability to say no or um, so basically it says none of that is is good enough. I mean, mm. the, the lack of a no or the lack of a fighting off is not the same thing as a verbal yes. And that's what we're asking for in this. And so there's no confusion. So, you know, people say it's a he said, she said, well, she didn't say no. And she she acted like she didn't mind it. So I went ahead is very different than she said yes or she didn't say yes. It's black and white instead of those gray areas, which, you know, as someone before had said, when you're young and you're trying to figure figure out your own body and and your own sexuality and, you know, things get a little gray. So if we teach kids from an early age that there is no gray, it's either yes or it's not yes, that there's no in between. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a survivor of rape and I didn't report mm. it because I knew at the time, it was when I was in college, it was back in the 80s, it was a date rape and, you know, all the things that people had heard, you know, you were with him, you went to his apartment, you know, whatever mm -hmm. the things were, what were you wearing, all that kind of stuff. None of that matters. Uh, with this, what mm. we're saying to the, to the post-secondary and to the uh, public schools is as soon as someone makes a report, it must be investigated. It's not up to you to decide if his shorts were too short or she was too drunk or anything else, you are going to do an investigation. Right. Thank you so much, Representative Thompson. And is there a legal definition within the bill that you could share with us of consent? All policies and procedures shall, one, reference an affirmative consent standard in the determination of whether consent was given by both parties to sexual activity. Two, confirm that is the responsibility of each person involved in the sexual activity to ensure that the person has the affirmative consent of all other participants engaged in that sexual activity. Mm. Confirm that affirmative consent can never be given by a person who is asleep, unconscious, incapacitated due to the influence of drugs, alcohol, or medication, or unable to communicate due to a mental or physical condition. Consent cannot be implied, assumed, or inferred from silence or lack of protest or resistance and can be revoked at any time. And it also confirms that the existing of a dating relationship between the persons involved or the fact of past sexual relations between them shall never in itself be assumed to be an indicator of consent. So just because you've had some sort of sexual activity with someone in the past, that doesn't mean that the next time it's okay. Yeah, and I think one thing that's important from what I'm understanding, that universities and educations, uh, these educational establishments, get, get to decide how this is going to be implemented to some extent. So there's some opportunity for universities and for public education institutions to begin to start a conversation and lead, take leadership and take ownership over this conversation and over this implementation of bringing out new systems, uh, new policies in their system 
um, and that this creates a lot of mobility and agency and not necessarily locks them in a corner, but actually creates that open door and that open table to say, hey, let's sit around and let's, as an institution or as, or as a school or whatever may, you may have, is particularly, you know, schools in this case, let's talk about consent and let's let's lead this conversation rather than having to be led by someone outside of their of their of their space and their place and and yeah and i couldn't agree more i mean different different size schools you know rural versus uh, urban um you know the age of the kids there all of that we didn't so we people have been asking us why didn't you prescribe what they need to do because one size never fits all right absolutely and Michelle, what do you see this bill will change? Why is this bill so important in New Mexico? Um, I think it, um, like Senator Thompson was saying, um, it, it's a good idea to get everybody on the same page. Um, just so that people know what to look for. Um, people know what yes is, what yes looks like. Um, it, I think it will also help a lot of, it will stop a lot of violence um, because those terms are laid out and they're being taught. They're being taught from a young age as well. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Chris, will you add on to uh, what you feel will change and what this bill means and why it's necessary in New Mexico? Yeah, um, this bill, what I feel like we'll start to tackle is toxic masculinity and that rape culture. Um, We got to start teaching our young men who are the perpetrators oftentimes of this act that there is a way to have a healthy sexual relationship and there is a way to have a healthy relationship. So I feel like this bill will start that conversation, but also start introducing um, that way of thinking and, you know, have that young person stop and think of of what they're about to do. Right. Thank you. So what uh, do other states require in terms of consent and sex education? Is New Mexico ahead of the game or how does it level up? Um, well, California is doing it. All of Canada has been doing it for years. California is doing it. Illinois, a few states are doing this, and then a few, you know, a few school districts or a few universities and colleges around are doing it. So we we're not the tail end by any means, but we're not exactly a trailblazer. I'd say we're in the top um, percentage. If we get this passed and signed into law, uh, we will be ahead of most other states. I will say. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you so much, Representative Thompson. So to open it back up, um, help me understand how this bill will make a difference for our youth. How will this change how they learn about sex education in school? I think the, the young man, um, was it Christopher, who said, you know, toxic masculinity. And I think it will go a long way in that, um, in the Me Too movement. You know, I mean, I think back and I like to think um, I'm, a, I'm a strong woman now, and I guess I was a strong woman then. But the way I was raised is you, you kind of are nice. So if somebody, if, mm-hmm. if you're, let's say, on a dance floor and a man puts his hand where it's not supposed to be, you know, whether you're in high school or college or whatever, rather than punching them in the gut, which maybe I would do now, um, I would just gently move their hand or, you know, say, oh, I'm done dancing or, you know, so so I think um, I think we're, we need to teach both sides of the equation, the the boys and girls and men and women that. No one is in control of your body except you, and you don't owe anyone anything in terms of your body. I mean, I've heard the term recently, um, body sovereignty, and I really, really like that term, that Mm. my body is my body, and nobody has any rights to it until I say you do. 
and, and you know, whether you bought me dinner, you know, whether we're on a date, whether, you know, whatever, whether even you're married, it, my body belongs to me. And until I say yes, then you have no right to do anything, basically. Right. And I think we need to start teaching our kids that because here I am, I'm in my late 50s, and I, I didn't learn that till much later on in my life. It would have made things a lot easier for me if I would have known it as a young person. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing, for introducing that into this conversation, um, that we must uh, dismantle the narrative that we have any sort of entitlement to other people's bodies, um, and that we absolutely have the right to our own and to decide who has access to our own bodies. Many public radio stations have a February pledge drive. KUNM does not. Thanks to our generous listeners who donate their car or truck or boat or motorcycle or RV or farm equipment to KUNM throughout the year. If you have a vehicle you've been meaning to fix, but now you're wondering if it's worth it, maybe you'd rather just get a nice tax deduction and help KUNM in the process. Call today, 888-KUNM-CAR. That's 888-586-6227. Welcome back to Generation Justice, where we are discussing consent in House Bill 133, which is about school sexual activity consent standards. My co-host, Edward Cruz, is speaking with Michelle Martinez from Tewa Woman United, Christopher Baca, and Xavier Barraza from Together for Brothers, and sponsor the bill, Representative Liz Thompson from State District 24 in Albuquerque. Let's get back to the conversation. Michelle, how does this bill align with the work of Tewa Women United? So a lot of what we do is around um, so native um, youth. Um, we have a program that goes into the schools and teaches about not just sex ed, but we talk about like healthy decisions, um, healthy relationships, uh, compassionate communication, just all of this around um, being kind to others and being respectful of them. And then uh, being respectful of yourself. So this bill will go hand in hand with what we're teaching because we're teaching. Um, so the program is called Atgin, Healthy Sexuality and Body Sovereignty. So Atgin in Tewa means respect. Mm-hmm. So what we teach is basically um, respect yourself and your body and respect other people and their body. And we teach a really big uh, part on consent. So there's this little thing we have called consent teeth. So basically it's saying um, you wouldn't force somebody to drink tea. Mm. And there's like a little YouTube video around that if you want to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another part of this would be um, how your body is like your palace, right? So you should be you should feel safe in your palace. Um, you should feel safe in your relationships. Um, and then you should know what what red flags are and what um, a not healthy relationship is and what consent isn't. And, yeah. and we should be able to take care of ourselves. And Yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. And that's consent tease. And what was respect yourself, respect your body, respect everyone else and their bodies? Yes. Thank you so much. Christopher, can you tell us about uh, how this bill aligns with the work of Together for Brothers? Yeah, um, so at Together for Brothers, we're really focused on, like like I mentioned before, of 
tackling that toxic masculinity and then having young men recognize their power that society has has given us and um being able to to respect it and not abuse it as as it's been been done and been doing and um it just reinforces our workshops that we do on healthy relationships on uh teen dating awareness on on we have this workshop that we do called the man box where we define what it is to be a man in society and oftentimes it's negative connotations negative things that society has proven that this is what a man's supposed to be but we know it's not we know men are loving men cry men should be allies towards towards women men, women shouldn't be scared towards towards men and we should respect women mm. great thank you and I think one piece to add to, to what Christopher said around Together for Brothers and the work that we do and, and really thankful to be working alongside groups like Tiwa Women United and learning from them and with them is uh, we, we approach the work from a racial and gender justice lens. And so we're looking at, like, what does gender justice look like? And consent, for in many respects, is about gender justice. It's about us resituating these structures, these policies, these systems we have in place, um, and that what... Liz Thompson, Representative Thompson has introduced is a bill to shift policy and to ultimately shift the story, the narrative that was mentioned earlier and, and the structures to 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 say that there is power and that there is a right and a sovereignty that we have as beings around our body and that in particular men in most cases have abused the sovereignty of women's bodies and we've made a system where it's been reinforced that that's okay even though it's not, that we've made a system that has designed our relationships to say that that's okay, even though our relationships are not okay that way. And that what we're what this bill does is it begins to say, call folks to the table and say, let's, let's talk about what justice looks like in regard to how, what it means to be intimate with another person. And it's really powerful to see that through a gender and gender justice and racial equity lens that what we're looking at is we're looking at changing the rules rather than following the rules that were presented on us, like being nice. Like Representative Thompson mentioned earlier, I'm just going to be nice. I'm going to be, you know, real, real delicate, not not say anything about what was wrong, even though it was wrong and I felt it was wrong. I won't tell this man it was wrong. And we're saying, no, we need a system that says women are supposed to and need to and have a right to say that that was wrong and that men need to understand that that's not right and before it even gets there. So one thing that's powerful about this bill is what we're looking at is not only intervention measures, which which education institutions are going to have to take on, um, but prevention. This is prevention. This is going upstream. At Together for Brothers, we talk about roots and rivers. And what we're saying is that we need to go upriver, upstream, and create a policy and a rule and a law that says this is the way consent and, and sexual activity is going to be handled between students, between staff, between everyone who's involved in our who receives our resources and who is in our system and that we're going to recreate kind of the story and narrative about how men and women and all genders interact with one another. Thank you so much. And I have to say, I love what you all are saying. I mean, it gives me um, a lot of hope for future generations to hear how, how smart and how, how much you get this. It just, it, it really feels good to me and I want to thank all of you. 
Thank you so much, Representative Thompson. And in unspooling some of the gender justice thread, um, it is a time for men to reconcile with their place in society, but it is absolutely a time for survivors to spearhead this movement. So thank you, Representative Thompson, for spearheading this conversation and sponsoring this bill. Mm. Where's, and Senator, or excuse me, Representative Thompson, where's this bill now in the lawmaking process? It has passed. It passed two committees in the House, and it passed the Senate floor. Um, um, let's see. I'm trying to find the numbers. Uh, 43 to 22 on the House floor, did I say? So we are going to restart. Uh, actually, uh, we ha- had our first hearing on it in Senate Education this morning, and it passed in Senate Education. And then we are going to Senate Judiciary. Um, and then if they pass it in Senate Judiciary, we will be going to the Senate floor. Mm. That's great news. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I have a great team working with me on this. Mm. I believe it. And will you tell us about uh, Consent Day on February 28th at the legislature? You all know more than I do. No, no, no worries, Representative Thompson. Together for Brothers has been in conversation with Forward Together and with TWA Women United and other allies and, and, and organizers and real powerhouses there here in the state of New Mexico that are looking to lift up the work that you're doing and that others are doing. Um, and actually have a consent day on February 28th. So if you would like to help us sponsor something like that and get something happening like that, especially at the state capitol where it's much needed, um, then we would love for you to, we would love to to talk about that and for us to get that sponsored and for us to do a consent day um, statewide, but specifically, you know, changing spaces and places in New Mexico where we're at. That That sounds wonderful. I will help any way I can. Wonderful. Thank you. And Representative, uh, what can our listeners do to support this legislation? Um, they can call their senators. Um, so it's it's going, like I said, it's going to go to Senate Judiciary next. So you can go at nmlegis.gov and find out who those senators are. Send them an email. Send uh, call them. Call their offices in Santa Fe. Call call whatever number is listed and tell them why this bill is important to you. Um, and it, even if your senator is not sitting on the Senate Judiciary, you can call members of the Senate Judiciary. But then really, uh, we're going to need people to be contacting every senator in the building. Um, uh, so when it comes up on the Senate floor, um, they will vote for it and we can get this done and start moving in the right direction. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you. E- emails work, too. I just I would have I, I've been getting a lot of where they're just, the, you know, somebody says forward and you get 2,000 of the same emails. They don't really mean much to us because it's obvious that they didn't put much effort. So even if you just change the the subject line or, you know, put a story of your own, and that's much more powerful than mm. something that, some you know, some group uh, um, came up with and then everybody just sends it out. Right. Thanks for that tip. And if you would like me to read the committee members, just for listeners to know, um, Richard okay. Martinez, Daniel Ivy Soto, Gregory Baca, jo- Joseph Cervantes, Ron Griggs, Linda Lopez, Mark Moores, Beal O'Neill, Mimi Stewart, Peter Worth, and William H. Payne are all part of the Judiciary Committee. Michelle and Chris, uh, where can people go to find more information? So they can contact us at togetherforbrothers.org um, at our website. Call me at 505-944-6275 to be part of um, Planning Consent Day and what you would like to look for it to look like. And for us, we have a website, tablewomenunited.org. We have a lot of things going on. Um, so we've been at the Roundhouse for a bunch of different things. Um, for 
some of the environmental um, legislation that's going through. And, um, yeah, just check us out there. And for everybody else who's interested in more about the bill, I think the nmlegis.gov is a really good place to look. It has a lot of information, a lot of analysis, summary. It has the actual bill. It has where it's at. It's really cool. So check it out. Thank you so much, Michelle, for sharing some of your resources. And is there anything you would like to add? Good luck with the rest of your bill, um, Representative Thompson. I hope it is passed in the Senate floor. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I would say that Together for Brothers appreciates when you all, when the listener, you the listener, um, brings this conversation around your table. And uh, as you can see, our representatives and senators are within reach. Um, so reach out to them. Thank you. Chris? Just that this bill is super important and this work that we all are do- we all are doing is super important for our community and our young people here in New Mexico. And that, um, you know, part of this is living with love. So consent is living with love. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And so thank you, uh, Chris and Xavier. And thank you, Representative Liz Thompson, for being on the phone with us and for sponsoring this bill. And Michelle from Tewa Women United, thank you so much for being on this call with us and for joining us in this conversation. Thank you. Thank and you I for want having to thank me. All of you. Yeah, thank, thank all of you for being so um, so wonderful. I, I don't know what else to say. So smart and so um, you're, you're going to be great help to me and for helping me get the word out on this important bill. This is our bill now. Okay. <laughs> Come on up. <laughs> And we hope that this catalyzes many more conversations uh, around your dinner tables and in your circles of friends. It is up to us to hold each other accountable in our boy circles. So I ascribe that. Absolutely. For Generation Justice, I'm Edgar Cruz. Thank you so much for addressing this problem. Youth and adults need to know they have a choice and know it's not bad to say no. Consent is such an important step in life. I appreciate you for pushing for this bill. Thank you all for sharing your time and insight with us. And thank you so much, Representative Liz Thompson, for sharing and trusting us with your experience and for introducing this bill. We support you. Up next on our jams is A No-No by Mariah Carey, an ode to a consensual agreement. You just heard Meet Me Halfway by Black Eyed Peas. As the legislative session continues, we want to share some of the bills that impact the youth in our community and the ways they connect through media and internet. First up is House Bill 400. 
Bianca, will you tell us about House Bill 400? Well, House Bill 400 is a bill that asks the Public Education Department to start an advisory committee for media literacy from K through 12. It brings together media literacy and tech standards, update policies, and creates teacher training guidelines. Another goal of the bill is to conduct a statewide study to map and figure out where the media literacy needs to be supported. Its main sponsor is Representative Antonio Momaestas, with support from Representative Joy Garrett, Representative Cheryl William Stapleton, and Representative Matthew McQueen. Whoa, that sounds really positive. It is, and it has already passed the House Education Committee, so all that is left is the House Appropriations Committee. Then it's on to the House and Senate floors. Hey, what are other bills that I should know about? Well, let me tell you. Uh, Senate Bill 194 is also a media literacy bill. It's for a media literacy training uh, program for teachers. It asks for an appropriation from the general fund to the public education department for teachers in public schools for the 2019-2020 school year. That's good to know. Who's involved with the bill? Senate Bill 194's sponsor is Senator Carlos Cisneros, and right now, SB 194 has passed the Senate Education Committee and is due to be heard by the Senate Finance soon, but not until after the House Bill 2 budget is finalized. I'm a student at Max, and I know how important media literacy is for the education. I want to show my support for media literacy in these bills. How can I show it? I'm so glad you asked. The legislative session ends in three weeks, so there is still some time to show your support. You can call Representatives Patricia Lundstrom, Roberto Gonzalez of House Appropriations, and Senators Bill Souls and Michael Padilla of Senate Education. Also, Senators uh, John Arthur Smith and Carlos Cisneros of Senate Finance. You can find contact information for all the bills, representatives, and senators you've heard about tonight by visiting nmlegis.gov. We'd like to give a big thank you to Pamela Perea, Chair of New Mexico Media Literacy Now, a national education policy initiative. To learn more about their work and these bills, you can visit medialiteracynm.org. Show your support now. Now, here's a song to get you excited for voicing your opinion. Here's Get Off the Internet by Le Tigre. hope you've enjoyed this hour of Working Toward Justice. We'd like to thank our guests, Michelle Martinez, Christopher Baca, and Xavier Barraza, and Representative Liz Thompson. And thank you to Pamela Perea of New Mexico Media Literacy Now. Tonight's hour of radio was produced by Katie Zinni and Roberto Rael. 
Thank you to our interviewer, Edgar Cruz. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you. KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. We are also active on social media, so like us on Facebook and find us on Twitter and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the McCune Foundation and the Con Alma Health Foundation. And of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. I'm Edgar Cruz. And I'm Bianca Mitchell. Coming up on KONM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. We have some more jams to share with you. Here is Yes by Beyonce. Yes, we can be together, but you gotta wait for me. 